The best salespeople in the world are the ones who do it without you even noticing. Everyone's a salesperson, especially if you're an entrepreneur. In the I'm Not Salesy podcast, join me, Cassie McKenzie, and my fabulous guests as we dive into the top strategies, mindset, and energetics around sales and money so that you can hear more, yes, I'm in, instead of crickets or getting ghosted. So if you're ready to fully book out your programs with aligned AF clients and have people chasing you down in your inbox asking how to work with you, then subscribe to this podcast today and become not salesy too. And I'm a sales coach for online service entrepreneurs. And today I'm telling you why relationships are the number one thing at the core of all sales. Okay. Now, if you are turned off by cold DMs and creepy sales tactics and fear-based bullshit and like all of these, you're only all in if you pay me everything, you know, every dollar in the world, right? But like, you're not actually feeling good about selling and you don't really know exactly the actions to take, then you're going to love this today because I want to give you the secret to sales. I, okay. And then first I'm going to take you on a journey. Back when I first started selling, which was when I was 21 years old, fresh out of college, I got a job with J&J, Johnson & Johnson as a um, sales rep. And I had braces. I had a bad haircut. I was totally like a fish out of water. It looked like I was 14 years old. And I was calling on clients who were sometimes three times my age. So I had to come up with a way to sell, which obviously wasn't going to be my expert status and my authority. Like, can you honestly imagine like version of me that looks like, I mean, here, I showed this on another video, but here's a picture of me. Like, I seriously look like I'm at least three decades younger than any of my coworkers. So I had to come up with a way to sell to my clients where I wasn't going to be like so abrasive, which really isn't my style, unless you ask my husband, that I was going to be like not abrasive or else I'd get kicked out of the office and I'd end up probably losing my job because I didn't, you know, in the specialty sales I was in, I didn't have a lot of like offices to go to. They basically gave me all of my clients, but then I had to keep and grow the business there, right? I couldn't go off and find a new oncologist that was in the Birmingham, Alabama area, right? Like, so it was really important for me to not only have my offices like me, but to also have them see me as enough of an authority to listen to me and take the advice that I was giving them for how to, you know, appropriately treat their patients, how to identify their patients, how to get reimbursed for the products. Like there was a lot of complexity in the sale. And again, I just got my license that said I could drink alcohol like months prior to that. Right. So none of it made sense as to why I should be in this position. However, everything happens for a reason. So I started to watch all of the reps that were in my district. And I started to like, look at the best practices and what made them tick. Now, what I found was, you know, the relationships for me, getting to know my offices, embedding me myself in, you know, the, the offices of my clients was exactly what helped me to create relationships with not just decision makers, 
but everyone down to like, are starting with the receptionist and starting with, you know, the person at the ticket counter outside that took my parking slip, like literally making everybody feel important and genuinely caring and genuinely being curious about some of the struggles, the issues and the concerns that my clients and the people in the total office were going through. Okay. So in sales, this is called a total office call. But even back then, when I first started, the total office call wasn't even like a buzzword. But this was something I just naturally started to do. And what I found was not only did I start to really cement my relationships, I had no problems with getting access. I was the first person they would call to get, you know, in, in these offices where you get one appointment per month, they'd be that they'd, I would be the first person they'd call when an extra appointment would open up because they had so much fun being around me and the relationship was so strong. Now, the other thing that happened was that I was able to learn how to leverage these relationships in order to increase my sales. Now, in the pharmaceutical industry, especially back then, increasing your sales had to come from taking market share away from another competitor or helping them to identify additional appropriate patients who were coming in their office, right? So the volume had to increase. I didn't even obsess about my numbers ever. My measuring stick was, am I doing better than I was the day before? But also, how are my relationships in this office? Where am I able to ask for more? Where am I able to, you know, ask them to take little steps, right? Like little steps such as, um, you know, flagging their own patient charts, not me doing it, but them doing it, flagging their own patient charts so that then they would have the patient's top of mind, which was the best thing for everybody involved. And that brings me to the point. You need to know that when you are forming a relationship and you are selling, it needs to be a win-win for everybody. Okay. And a lot of these cold DM techniques and all of these tactics that don't feel good, they really don't feel good because straight off the bat, you intuitively know that it's not a win-win, right? It's pushy. It makes you feel gross. You, um, once you, if, even if you do end up signing a client through some of those pushy techniques. You need to know how to hold them and hold that relationship strong in order to have them continue to want to be in your world and to nurture them through, you know, whatever sales container or offer that you have for them. And so these personal relationships have always been at the core, but it's not really taught that often for online service entrepreneurs because people typically talk about volume of sales coming in or look how many how much money I made this month, but they're constantly worried about needing to have more leads and more people coming in in order to make up for the ones that are leaving their world because if you don't know how, if you know how to bring a client in and sign them, that's one thing, but you also need to know how to nurture them while they're a client and how just the basic etiquette on how to treat them and, you know, treat them through understanding their needs throughout that whole process in order to be able to, um, you know, adequately give them space to want to stay on and stay in your world. Does that make sense? So if you're nodding your head, then you're starting to see that 
moving forward, it's really important to hold those relationships at the core of everything that you do in your sales process. So that starts with using techniques that start with relationships and that foster them from the start. So that's from like when you open up the conversation with your clients, this is going to start from your content. This is going to start by you using specific techniques and specific verbiage and specific lines of questioning and interactions in order to really build that relationship from the start. Um, I really want you to know also that when you sell with a more relationship-based approach, it feels better, right? Because you are, you know, people are trusting you with whatever service that you're providing. And that's one side of, you know, one of the issues, but also, you know, you're, you want to know that you want to work with them too. So you are just as much vetting the people that you're talking with in the DMs or vetting the people who interact with you in your social media or the people you get on sales calls or discovery calls with, you know, you are vetting them just as much as they are vetting you. It's just like an interview. And if you start to look at it like that, where all of your sales calls are sort of like little mini interviews for, you know, if you think, if you think back to a time where you had a job and you had a great job, but then other companies wanted to interview you to go over to them and there was no pressure at all. It wasn't like, you know, it was sort of like you felt like you were in demand. You know what I mean? And so when you, when you look at, when you look at the sales process like that, you're at the point of like, do I want to get in a relationship with this person? How do I interact here? Using that sort of etiquette, using those sorts of like, um, you know, the banter back and forth, testing the waters and really getting to know that other person before you decide to jump all in with that full on relationship. And even once you do then, you know, then it blossoms from there. So this is why it's so important to have an understanding and put, and put into place a relationship-based sales approach into your business if you desire to have long-term clients that are loyal with you, that stick with you for a long time, that love you for a long time, and who um, you know really enjoy being in your world and also who you enjoy working with as well. So I hope this clears that up. And if you want any more, if you want to dive deeper into creating your own relationship-based sales style so that you attract more, not just premium clients, but people you actually want to work with, people who are long-term loyal clients who need what you have and love what you do together, then reach out to me on Instagram or on LinkedIn so we can chat about what it looks like to work together. This is the work that we do inside my Sales Queen Takeover Mastermind. This is my rolling mastermind where we work on aligned lead generation techniques that feel good to you. You, you develop your own selling style so that you show up confidently online and you're able to like sell the crap out of any offers that you have without 
you know, feeling sleazy or slimy. You feel confident being out there and you feel like the shit because, you know, you know exactly what to say and do in the way that you would naturally want to say and do it. And that's where alignment is. Okay. And then also how to feel confident in growing the sales in your business, how to show up confidently every day, how to beat the fear monkeys and all of that. So that, um, you know, it's just an easy sales process and your sales are the last thing you have to worry about in your business. Cause as you know, <laughs> there's plenty of things to worry about in your business and sales doesn't need to be one of them. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe. And I look forward to seeing you selling your face off on the internet too. I want you to imagine for a second that you are the type of person who feels completely confident when you're promoting your programs and you know exactly what to say and do and how to say it and how to do it during all of your sales conversations so that you get on the phone with people who are already pre-sold asking, how can we get started without you even having to pitch them? How amazing would that be? Now, this is the type of result that you can expect in the Sales Queen Takeover Mastermind. This is my new mastermind that's starting in March, and this will change the course of your business forever because you will not only attract people who want to buy, but you'll start attracting leaders who want to stay with you a long time and keep working with you. So if you are a coach or consultant or creative who wants to easily fill out and sell your programs with your ideal fit clients and start hearing way more of a yes and no more getting ghosted, then DM me on LinkedIn or Instagram at Cassie McKenzie on LinkedIn or at XO Cassie McKenzie on Instagram and DM me the word takeover so that we can talk about how this will change the course of your business and I can share some of my secrets around, you know, give you some ideas that you can implement immediately based off of what you're doing currently and what you can be doing in a non-salesy way to make more sales and to really feel proud and feel powerful when you're selling because it becomes more fun, right? It's more fun, easy, and effortless. So DM me on social media to talk about this, or you can book a call by hitting up the, the show notes, the link in the show notes, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. If you loved this episode of I'm Not Salesy, then go ahead and hit subscribe so that you're notified of the next episode. And also leave a five-star rating and a review. And if you send it to the link in the show notes, we will send you a present in return. We also love to feature reviews on the podcast as well. So we'd love to feature yours. So go ahead and send a screenshot to the inbox and come find me on social media. I love hearing what you're up to and how you're becoming not salesy too. I'll see you in the next episode.